Welcome to Sports, Clicks, and Politics with your hosts, Ben Husong and me, Sean Hannon. Welcome to episode 143 of Sports, Clicks, and Politics. Little hiccup there with the record button again, but everybody knows about that already. They, Over 143 episodes, it happens quite often, actually. So I am Sean Hannon, master of the hitting of the record button, joined as always by Mr. Ben Husong. Mr. Husong, how was your weekend? Great. Family in town, had a wedding, had oh. a great time all the way around. Good weekend. How about nice. you? Uh, I had a couple events. You know, we're still nice. we're still open. People they are still visiting rail line. <laughs> yes. Despite they you hosting have, Nazi not, hate groups. They have not shut us down yet, thankfully. So that's good. Uh yeah, no, we're good to go. We've Outstanding. Had, yeah. It's it's been uh, you know. It was an eventful uh week or so there, but here we are. A week later and it's all uh I don't know, water under the bridge, they say. I'd say it's calmer. Calmer for sure, yeah. yeah. You know, like whatever. I'm not gonna get into the all that. The storm stuff there, passes. Yes. So well before we get into all that, uh please help out the show. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, share the video. If you're listening to us on your uh, podcast stream, uh, leave us a five-star rating review. That helps us with the algorithm demons. So here we are. What? Our tech overlords and their yes. algorithm demons. Well, we're got, we have Ivermectin in the title of the show today. Oh. Automatic banning on YouTube. Sure. If I did, every Ivermectin video we have on YouTube has been removed. <laughs> what if we just did an episode, like a parody, where we just talked about how Ivermectin really was poison and killing people? You think they'd let it go? I mean, no. I mean, it would get up, but I, I haven't even tried to upload to it. Maybe I'll try to upload this video just to YouTube for the fun of it. Just so we could but. see how many videos we can get banned from YouTube? Like how many times they're going to kick us off? Yeah. I'm in. I mean, I haven't uploaded there in like a month now, so, but anyway, so, anyway. You like hear any new music over the weekend? I did hear some new music over <laughs> the weekend. We're going to play this, Mr. Mr. Hugh song. I have to play this song. All right, All right. So, everybody already, I'm guessing anybody who's listening to this show. Probably familiar. Probably familiar with Oliver Anthony, but we don't really do song reacts here on this channel yet until like three minutes from now we're going to do one because this song is three minutes long. All right. So, I'm going to play the song. Because there's only a couple things that obviously, I mean, are you familiar with these react video uh, genre on YouTube? Yes. So everybody who does a reaction show did this song because it was so popular that yeah, it was foolish not to nowhere. do it. You had to, you had to do a react video because you were going to miss out on all these views. And I'm going to play it. We're going to play the song. But I found the reaction videos more... I mean, the song is, we're going to talk about how great I think the song is, but the reaction videos gave me an insight to a wide range of people, right? Because sure. these people, I primarily looked for non-white males to do the reaction videos because there's plenty of them. And I wanted to see kind of, you know, we'll get into the Rolling Stone here thing. I'll actually pull up this article here if you guys uh, are are unfamiliar, but uh, we're already being the song is already being labeled a uh, right wing influencers just found their favorite new country song. This is out of Rolling Stone, the res highly respected Rolling Stone these days. By highly respected, jokes. you mean CIA cover? Yeah, complete jokes. But anyway, okay. so CIA owned and operated Rolling Stone. Yeah, I mean, I you know when Taibi left there it was. All downhill. Yeah, it's just plummeting. So, but anyway, so 
this dude out of nowhere. I mean, I want to talk about the reactions just one more time before we get into the song. The diversity of the people who I listen to, it resonated with almost all of them in exactly the same way. You could almost see their facial expressions replicated through each one of the reaction videos. Everyone reacted the same way. And to my heart's was fluttering, almost everybody recognized the Epstein reference, which was like something I was wondering, like, sure. would you even get that? Sure. Like, you know, because it wasn't as blatant as you would think it would be. I mean, for me, it was obviously very blatant. Right. And he's kind of backed that up in a kind of a, he put out a video the day before this was released and kind of mentioned it, that it, he didn't mention it by name, but you got it. The, was the, anyway, I was heartened by the reaction videos just as much as I was, you know, moved by the song itself. Sure. The, everybody else was moved as well. I guess that was the you. kind of thing. Right. So, and you know, we're going to, I'm going to show this here. It's 8.9 million views in five days. Right. That's sick. So we hope to get 8.9 million views in total for, for, for 150 days for 50 years. But anyway, so, all right, let's play the song just because it's a great song. And anybody who hasn't heard has probably listened to me talk too long enough. So let me, uh, Without further ado, Oliver Anthony, uh, Richmond, North of Richmond. Love that too, man. What the hell? That's so great. The whole song is great. But anyway, here we go. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to. People like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is, oh it is, living in the new world, with an old soul, these rich men north or rich men, Lord knows it all, just wanna have total control, wanna know what you think, wanna know what you do. Look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milking welfare. Keep on kicking them down Lord, it's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no hen Cause the red 
I'm selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. Bravo, young man. I mean, I don't know if you had heard it before I sent it to you. I'd heard a clip of it, but not the whole song. You know, most people talk to the, you know, the original, you know, right out of the shoot, the the whole lyric is, relates to every working man in the world, right? Sure. I mean, and back to my reaction videos, like, everybody reacted basically the same way. They're like, okay, well, this can relate to everybody. And he kind of doubles down on that, basically saying uh, people like me and people like you, right? right? So he's basically saying, hey, it's for, you know, this is, and it, as I said, I, think it's going to end up being an anthem and you can see it right away but obviously the the reference to your dollar ain't shit i mean everybody reacted the same way yeah tax to no end i mean everybody i mean and that was kind of like a you know he's building up on this whole you know starting to talk about the richmond north of richmond if you're not familiar with uh uh, geography washington dc is directly north of richmond um they want to know what you think, want to know what you do. They don't think you know, but I know that you do. And then he's like, your dollar ain't shit. You're tagging no end. Like, he just keeps building. Like, I just want to, like, run through a wall at this point. So, um, and whoever decided to set up the guy with the Sean Hannon-inspired wrinkly kind of T-shirt with a cattle on it in front of a deer stand with his three dogs and a mic, I mean, brilliant. It was. Brilliant. I mean, the whole thing, like I said, I feel... It's it's understandable why it's got eight point nine million views. Of course, and I mean that's amazing. Don't get me wrong. It's I'm trying. It's not. I'm not dismissing the eight point nine million views. That is amazing. But that's how good the song is. I guess is really in my head. It's like a, I'm not a country guy at all. But as soon as I heard it, I was like, okay, I this is awesome. And then just to back up that whole thing, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. At some point during the day, maybe it's even more now. But nine of the top twenty iTunes songs were Oliver Anthony's. It's great. He's nobody a, a week ago. I know. So I obviously I love the song. And this is like my kids like country music. And I always try like I'll change the station away from country. And they're like, yeah, why I changed it? I was like, I can't take any more country pop. Like I, I just I can't listen to another one of these stupid country songs that when I would when I was younger, I didn't like country, and then I sort of developed a liking for the the Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, like the older stuff. Cause it was it wasn't glorifying, like, let's go have a beer. It was just in reference to that in the simplest terms of storytelling and life. And, yeah. and it had the, the Willie Nelson's, it. Wailing Jennings of the yeah, world. Yeah, like that, no, was, that was such I, that was great my, yeah, music. That was, my parents had that all. And I loved it. And it's the same reason why I try to explain to my kids of, I don't understand music very well. Like, I can't tell you the difference between B flat and C sharp or anything else. But I am good with words. So I'm I'm attracted to any song or any genre of music where I find the lyrics to be creative and expressive and meaningful. Like, all right, that's the skill. And today's country music just isn't that. Today is Yeah, this is a story. Make sure you talk about beer. Make sure you talk about your truck. Make sure you like it's and they get these really overly handsome or beautiful people to come up and sing songs that other people wrote. And it's all nonsense. Wait, whoa, 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 it's whoa. Pop. Have you seen the face on this gentleman? Are you uh, saying so I mean, he is not handsome? Is Are you saying exe- he's not handsome? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Oliver. I'm right there with you, man. But it is the idea that he just came out, and this song has some soul to it. Like, this, is, mm. this isn't, hey, how many records can we sell music? This isn't the corporatization of music. This is, I've got something to say, I feel very deeply about it, and I need an outlet. And that's the kind of music that is amazing. And this is more... 
blues and, and like old school country. And I sent it to a buddy of mine who is not a white male. And his response was, it's not country music because I like this song. <laughs> and, I, and I laughed because it was such a great line. And I was, and he, same thing though, it, it hit and it was like, yeah, this is right. Cause everybody can relate to this. Yeah. Stuff. Why am I working so much? What am I, what am I doing all this for? Like, what am I chasing? What am I constantly doing? And then you point out like, oh yeah, I am taxing ON and they are trying to watch everything I do and they are in way too much control. And yeah, that is wrong. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously the, if there's, there was, I don't, I don't, I've never heard the Jason Aldean song. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. That guy's name. So I never heard that. Uh, I still haven't time. heard that. I haven't song. heard it either. So I know that this is kind of trying to get lumped into there. And I think the main reason why, which, you know, I didn't think that when I was reading through, like I literally thought the same thing. Like I was thinking, you know, unfortunately, let's think uh, tra- trailer uh, stuff. He references the, <laughs> the, you know, if you're five foot three and 300 pounds, uh, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. I mean, like, hell yeah, they shouldn't. Is that a controversial no, take? I guess. <laughs> like, here's my only thing. If you heard that line and immediately thought of black people, you might be a little racist. Yeah. Because I got news for you. It's a lot of fat white people too, guys. Hell like, yeah. There's a lot of fat black people. There's a lot of fat white people. Like, the this is the oddity of America is that like our fat people are poor. It's the only country in the world that can make that claim. Or, excuse me, our poor people are fat. That's so weird. Yeah, and he can, he references that in the line before, basically. You know, it kind of, you know, double down. He, you know, you got folks in the street with nothing, nothing to eat. And, and the then obese, obese milking, milking welfare. welfare, right? It's like the, it's not a, if there wasn't people in the streets, the milking of the welfare wouldn't even be that big of a deal, really. I right. mean, if everybody was equally milking, whatever, but you, the, the, the distortion in the system, what he's calling out, there's this, people are being able to exploit it who don't need it. And the people who need it have, there's no way to get them the help they need. There's just, there's, there's right. a disconnect between those two groups of people and they're both vulnerable groups, but again, just the <laughs> the buildup and the touching on all these different points in a row. Like I said, I I could see why everybody's emotion was building up in the song. And obviously, the the you know, I, I during those reaction videos, I did see some musicians actually who know the B flat from whatever, and they were kind of talking about the chords, and you know, and they were like, you know, four chords and in, in a story, you know, in a microphone can do it. And ten out of ten. Th- yeah, this is this is that personified so like bravo to oliver anthony i i did (laughs) in his video the day before he put out his like his email address he's like anybody wants to reach out to me for whatever yeah probably a bad idea i mean man yeah but anyway i don't know if you saw he did a live show yesterday that was booked like whatever you know a couple weeks ago and so and there was like thousands of people there i mean it was pretty cool yep i listen good and he should like this is this is legitimately good music and it's not because it's complicated it's because it's simple and it tells a story and that is what music initially started out as until and i think it was um freddie mercury who pointed it out during his time frame he goes we're about to hit the pinnacle of music we're about to hit the peak and it's going to go downhill because the corporations are going to take over and all it's going to be is a formula it's going to be paint by number for what sells records and the art is going to be gone and I, and I remember reading that quote sometime in the late 90s and thinking to myself, yeah, you were right. You were pretty close to the cliff. And then, like, I, I my mind was, like, right around the year 2000, music died. Like, it was on a down, like, grunge wasn't as good as classic rock. And even 90s hip-hop and 90s rap music wasn't as good as the 80s, but it was still good. 
And then you could see the corporations took that over. And then we got, this is why I'm hot. And I wanted to go jump off a bridge. Cause I was like, all right, music's dead. Like that's it. And every now and then you get these small independent guys that come through, but it's yeah. not and the corporation paint by number. And I think people like crave this too. Like, you know, I, I, I wasn't old enough to like resonate with Bob Dylan, but like he kind of spoke to a generation, right? Yes. Like he was, he was non-corporate like on purpose and told a story that was anti-establishment like on purpose like so he was again this guy's not bob dylan but i mean i that's the same i think that's why it resonated because you could get the same vibes from uh, this song as you could from some of the anti-establishment songs of the past i feel like and i think this is what's most important and i think this song does do a great job of it's not black versus white it's not red state versus blue state it is the elites versus all of us. Yeah. Everybody always like, says it's left versus right, but it's up versus down. No, it's up versus down, 100%. It's the people that are doing this at the top, the rich men north of Richmond, that are the reason that, you, like, the reason we're all feeling like something's off. And, like, I, it's not just me saying this. Listen, I'm, I, you know me fairly well. If anybody's listened to this show with any regularity, you've gotten the idea. I'm about the happiest person in the world. Like, I am content. I am, I am I'm incredibly happy and fulfilled almost all of the time. But... The data doesn't lie. The idea of deaths of despair, suicides, drug overdoses, all of these things have been on the rise for years, and then COVID exacerbated that. So the idea of we live in the richest, most prosperous nation in the history of the earth. We have nearly unlimited natural resources at our disposal, more people than you could count, and, and more people wanting to come here. And somehow with all that going on, we continue to lead the world in those types of stats, and there's no reason for it. It's... It's somehow culturally we have been led down this path. And this is where I do this song resonated with me in a large way of like, I wish this wasn't true, but it is. Yeah. And I like, there's no reason. And at the same time, this is sort of the, the, the hopeless part of it of, I have no idea how to get out of here. Yeah. I like all I can do for myself is say, listen, I started out on a very different track than I am now. And I, I, I don't wouldn't go back. Like, I don't want to live the keep up with the Joneses life. I want to just like the things that I do now are the things that I want to do for the betterment of my family, for my children, for my wife. I don't care about the other stuff anymore. And I, I'm fortunate that I'm in the position where I can do that, but it's not because I'm rich. I'm not, it's, I literally don't care and I will live life how I want. And it's still a struggle because God knows I took on some debt and some other bad ideas when I decided to go to law school and try to live that life and then eventually it was like I don't want any part of this because this is bullshit and unfulfilling and there's a reason people are suffering from depression and offing themselves and I don't if I know that's happening why would I go down that path there's so many other options I don't need that yeah it's like I said uh, bravo to this guy because he, nailed he, it. he was recording songs on his phone a week ago and you know, and I guess bravo to whoever Radio West Virginia is, I'm assuming this is. They kind of took the time out to, he's, <clears throat> in the statement that I heard the day before, he basically said they reached out and said they wanted to come out and do a recording. So they brought a real mic, he said, instead of recording into his phone. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, they had a video camera there. So, but they, I'm guessing he lives on a homestead or a farm or whatever. That's just his place, I'm assuming. So, yeah, just, just a perfect. Nailed it. Yeah, just, and. Again, just to have the backdrop on top of all that, just, you know, and the, the, the sound itself. And obviously there's, there's uh, people feel music different ways and crazy how, uh, 
that can just materialize out of nowhere. It, it did save me, and I don't have this part of the show, but it, that song saved me from basically watching Maui fire videos. Something's the, off about that. Yeah. Well, Something's weird. Yeah, I mean, I've, listen, I've been, yeah, I'm not, I'm not onto the, the only thing that I can say that's weird is they were caught with their pants down, first of all, but they, uh, I don't think they could have predict, or if they were able to predict how fast they, the fires moved, they didn't, weren't set up to announce that. Like, I mean, you know, I've, I've seen some inconsistencies with the, you know, they contained a fire in the morning and whatever, but I'm, you know, I've heard enough people basically say that, you know, we thought the fire was nothing. They were at work until like one o'clock and all of a sudden like self-evacuated because they were like, what the hell? This black smoke is getting way, way too close here. And then by the time they figured it out, they were jumping in the ocean. So, yep. Crazy time. Something anyway, went wrong. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I've been to Lahaina and my whole vacation is gone. Like literally not oh, there anymore. So the, the place I stayed at burned to the ground. <laughs> the Lahaina Grill, which is like one of the top 10 places to eat in the planet, supposedly. We went there for a uh, 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 surprise birthday uh dinner there nice. burned to the ground sorry uh and just as a backup to that and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program here but the volcano park that i visited during that trip was also annihilated by the volcano that happened a year later so the whole vacation is Hawaii. literally gone Crazy. lord don't visit me okay no, yeah not yet all right <laughs> all right well again thank you oliver anthony for just a genuine heartfelt distraction from the world even though it's it was uh, about the world. It didn't feel like it. They're not going to be able to put that song on the radio because that'll bring too much attention to what's this island full of miners? <laughs> well, maybe. But I hope it gets on the radio anyway and people yeah. are forced. And then you and I will be standing there like, wait till you hear this. Yeah. Like I said, I, that was some of the most heartening part of the reaction videos is with like nine out of ten of them got the reference immediately and basically hit pause and just like turned around and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you went there. So just great. So anyway. I love it. Love it too. All right. Let's move on. All right. I love New York, Mr. Hewson. I have four, I have four New York stories. Okay. That should each shed light on a little bit of the dysfunction of our beloved state here. Excited and I'm going to just read the headlines first, and then we can go back and talk about this as a whole. Buffalo Bill Stadium project cost $300 million more than initially budgeted. Well, it's been going on for almost six whole months now, so that's yeah. normal. Yeah, let's uh, move on to this one. New York judge temporarily halts... New marijuana dispensary license. This is the now fourth lawsuit against the state's rollout of cannabis. Sure. Nursing home operators accused of neglect donated to Hochul. So there was a new nursing home uh, policy supposed to go into effect that was supposed to uh, uh, oversee staffing issues. And the day before the implementation of that thing, Hochul just got 119000 donated to her account. Weird. All from... Uh, nursing home facility operators and one more just for the fun of it erie county now this is not necessarily new york state but it is erie county is in new york state home of the uh buffalo bills sure. and buffalo the city of buffalo here but uh <laughs> erie county executive mike or mark polencar says he plans to refuse additional resettlements of migrants so they've been uh, getting uh migrants sent to uh buffalo chictawaga i think actually oh boy and uh two sexual assaults in two weeks from the uh migrants that they sent to the uh, hotel so no more sounds a little racist yeah so let's just I'll, I'll start here and then i'll work way back the best part i say the best part that's probably just typical virtue signaling coming back to bite your face off but 
Mike Polencar or Mark Polencar's, I don't know, maybe like, uh, I think it was May when all these executives, uh, like, uh, here, right here in Onondaga County, there was an executive order basically saying, Hey, we're not taking these, no. uh, nope, not in these hotels kind of thing. And Mr. Polencar's basically called those who were, uh, uh, passing such orders, morally repugnant, quote unquote, morally repugnant. And here we are just a few short weeks later, refusing migrants. What a repugnant human being Obviously. Mark Polencar's is. Again, this migrant crisis in New York is uh, uh, being facilitated by the border crisis. And God he, knows nobody's doing a thing about that. Right. So that's not stopping. That's not stopping. So they're continuing to come into New York and New York City is now at a breaking point. So says Mayor Adams and he's shipping them out elsewhere. So let's, hey, we're at a breaking point. So we're just a, let's, uh, let's off put that breaking point to all the rest of the cities in the state. That's a great idea. Smart. And then again, this nursing home thing. I mean, Hochul is mini Hillary Clinton. Like, I, you know, her herself is not, I don't think she's anybody, but like she is clearly entrapped in that world or that the Hillary Rodham Clinton, like political ecosystem, mm-hmm. whatever. And New York, like we all made fun of Cuomo about all these uh, pay to play stuff and whatever. And ho- literally Hochul is like Usain Bolt picking up the fucking baton from... <laughs> the next guy and being like i'm better than cuomo and just running with it like i just made that up by the way kathy hochel is a less politically skilled andrew cuomo yeah but more effective more connected yes yes, right that's what i'm saying the people who are surrounding her yes are pulling the strings even harder right because she like andrew cuomo was at least skilled as a politician he was trying to get some for himself correct and he had bigger aspirations like he was trying to become president so we always had to toe that line just a little bit but yeah he 100 percent took a ton of money from the nursing home lobbying group and then gave them blanket liability or protection blanket liability protection for any covid deaths having to do with nursing homes he signed the executive order then yanked it from the website after he signed the order saying that they had to take all the covid patients in nursing homes like he was dirty Obviously, there was some sexual assault. No, not assault, but sexual harassment issues. I don't know if there was any assault. I don't think so. Uh, and But he was at least, like, you knew who he was, and you had to respect the line he walked with how he did it. Of like, man, that guy is, say what you will, but he's a good politician. Now, I hate politicians, but I can respect sure. when you're a good politician. And she is not. She's not. She's it, It's, but it goes to the, like, nobody's, held accountable for anything i just don't want to hear any more about how it's only white men that fail upward because this woman's (laughs) been terrible like every job she's had that i can recall and she's from erie county she was the uh the hell was she i don't know she was a congress she was congress uh so she was but she did some local stuff in erie county as well and like she's terrible but her husband works for delaware north and he's a big shot lawyer for them and you know oddly enough they're the number one supplier to the buffalo bills so the buffalo bills keep getting these sweetheart deals that's gonna make delaware north richer yeah man that's weird yeah the, new york is all just corrupt just beyond and then again so the uh uh the injunction uh, new york state supreme court judge has ordered the state's marijuana regulators to temporarily block the issuing of new dispensary licenses uh this stems from a lawsuit that contends that the uh Conditional Adult Use Cannabis Retail Dispensary, that's their uh, acronym for CARD there, uh, program violates the 2019 Marijuana Regulation Taxation Act. Uh, Basically, they're saying that there's a, the way that they're administering license through their uh, 
what they're trying, you know, so New York State is trying to basically give licenses to people who they feel like have been harmed by the war on drugs. And this is their kind of like uh, attempt to make some of that whole. And people are contending that that is basically a violation of everybody else's uh, rights in a, an attempt to try to uh, uh, use a marijuana. And again, this is the fourth lawsuit that has caused this uh uh, the rollout of cannabis, which is now almost to two years here and still just basically butt fumbling every single freaking week here. So, and then your bills, I mean, I don't know. Did you get a luxury box for scap here? So that, uh, is that the increase in the 300 million? Yeah. I just, you know, got to sell a few more dozen eggs and we'll be ready to <laughs> oh, go. Well, maybe a few ice cream cones. I mean, we can burn down some, some, uh, processing plants and get those eggs prices to go back up. All right. I'm not going to. again. Who's shocked by this? I mean, nobody, nobody's, I mean, every, Every, I'm going to say every project runs over budget. <laughs> like it's, it's hard. I try not to say every, but literally every project seems to run over budget no matter what it is. So, oh, we're not done. It's going to go more over yeah, budget. For sure. Let's and again, clear. this is, you know, I, I didn't read this whole article. So if they count on, obviously there's a, uh, a large taxpayer portion of this. I'm not sure if that continues to go up or if this additional 300 million overrun comes out of the Pagula's uh, bank account. I doubt it. So <laughs> Rich people pying, paying for their own things. What are you crazy? Just, just, just like I said, it's. I thought this was America. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the New York State is a who you know state, and nothing is done unless somebody's getting paid. And that's every one of these stories has some variation of that story. Yes, government creates problem. Government solves problem by creating bigger problem and making initial problem yeah, they worse. Got to justify their existence. Amen. So. Well, I love New York, so let's move on. All right, so this is a little crazy. I don't know about crazy, but concerning maybe? I don't know. So Something's a little off. Yeah, so Hunter Biden investigation. Garland, Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland, appoints David Weiss as special counsel. Now, appoints him as special counsel makes it seem like, he, I mean, he. this is true, but this is the same guy who's been investigating Hunter Biden and screwing it over from the beginning. And now he just gets supposedly quote unquote, more flexibility from attorney general to prosecute this in a jurisdiction that seems more appropriate, I guess. Um, but this is the same guy who the IRS whistleblowers were like, uh, he's not letting, he's, you know, he's kind of, we're not allowed to testify here. Like whatever. This is the same guy who arranged the plea deal, the sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden. And then, you know, got caught basically by the judge live and in person while it was trying to be uh, uh, presented. So, like, I don't have any any kind of optimism that this guy is actually going to be able to use that special counsel status to any anything. Like, it's more of a a, a limited hangout, if you will. I mean, he's gonna he's going to let us know what we what he wants us to know. They might as well have named Jim Biden as the special counsel. <laughs> All right, if they're going to name this guy, we might as well have just cut out the middleman and let Jim Biden be the, the special counsel investigating. You'd get the same results. Maybe Hunter. I'm, uh, you can't have Hunt investigate himself. That what? would be just too corrupt, yeah. obviously. So I, I wanted, I do think, again, that this is opening the door for a new Democrat nominee, and this will allow that transition to to happen but we'll never really really know what the hell was going on as long as david weiss is the special counsel kamala harris 2024 baby did you hear her talk about our strong alliance with north korea <laughs> no yeah 
I liked her stance she's, on community banks. She's doing a press conference. There's like a helicopter or some shit behind her, and she's talking about our strong alliance with North Korea. Sure. Lifelong allies. My whole life. Nothing, nothing but strong ties with North Korea. But anyway, I do think that this investigation is exactly what kind of I've been calling for for like a year and a half is like they're going to figure out a way to get this dude out of office. They'll be able control demolition. They'll figure out a way to do it. I mean, the dude's, no, he's not running anything anyway. Now that's, people are making a big deal about, he said no comment about the Maui thing. I'm like, nobody, like, does anybody really think Biden is doing anything anymore? No, he's not doing anything. Like, who cares what he has to say? How about the fact that he went to go see the Gold Star families that lost people in Afghanistan because of his ridiculous pullout order? And don't get me wrong, we should have gotten out of Afghanistan, but holy crap, that was a botched way of doing it. And then he literally went around to everyone to express how he knew exactly how they felt because he lost his own son in Iraq. Yeah. You tell a lie long enough, you believe it yourself, I guess. And they finally had to tell him, like, you have to stop saying that because it's not true. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. And, and it wasn't like he just said, like, he, he basically referenced a flag-draped coffin. Like, you know, like, come right. on, dude. I, like, I know what it's like to see the flag-draped you know I mean? coffin. Like, come on. Like, buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry you lost your son, but don't do this. Good Lord. So, again, I don't have any expectations for this thing. I mean, I did see one uh, hypothetical where, okay, yeah, if he uh, tries to uh, make the tax thing part of a conspiracy charge and brings it back to to 2014 and whatnot, then maybe they can try to uh, – uh, maybe that would open my eyes to a – this guy's going to try to go after him, but I just don't think that's going to happen. No shot. No shot. So, all right. All right. So now we're going to flash back to 2020, 2021. Exciting. And talk about a bunch of stuff uh, about COVID. But first, and uh, I would like to uh, read this headline. After bashing it for three years and watching millions die, FDA now admits doctors had every right to prescribe ivermectin as legitimate treatment for COVID-19. Banned from YouTube just by saying that. Even though I just... Whatever. It's now, again, I just mentioned we've had every one of our episodes around Ivermectin re removed off of YouTube. I don't know. I haven't ever looked at the, the, the rumble monetization to know if they've actually done that. I don't think they do. But I read someplace that they basically said the FDA was like, well, we never commanded doctors that they couldn't prescribe it. And then everybody was like, uh, you released a tweet saying, you know, this is horse pace. Stop it. I mean, like, we kind of knew this was how it was like in real time. We were like, how are they going to get out of this? How are they going to just back out of all of this disinformation that they've been giving us for a year and a half? And they're just going to back out of it. They don't even, they don't even think we're going to catch it. They're not even going to pretend like they're just going to say like, we just offer advice and guidance and, and we don't, we don't tell anybody else what to do, but it's the same thing we talked about with masks on kids with school closures. Like they come out and be like, well, this is what we recommend. And then all the schools go, we're just following the guidelines. And then the FDA goes, well, we're just offering guidelines. You can't take that for anything. So it's not our fault. Like this is where the average person is just, you know, forget all you guys. You don't care about us. All you're doing is covering your own ass, ensuring your own job, and having to justify your own existence. And then, and this is the part that's most frustrating. You get caught. Let's say you had the best of intentions on ivermectin as the FDA and all the spokespeople. Let's just say you genuinely believed what you were saying. You turned out to be so spectacularly incorrect, and there's no consequence. None. That's what's so frustrating about the whole thing of all you're going to do is fail upward into, into another job. Howard Zucker, that the guy in charge of all of New York health policy who actually wrote the order that resulted in 
thousands, is it an overstatement to say thousands of senior citizens prematurely dying in nursing homes now works for CDC. They just fail upward because they said the right thing and they there's no consequence. Yeah, they protected this the institution, the structure. They Correct. they were, you know, willing pawns. So all they did is they go tow the company line, the company rewards them, and the worst part is the company rewards them with your tax dollars and mine. That's the money they're being rewarded with. That's what's so enraging about all of it is this is what I pay taxes for to make sure these people can get paid. I forget this. Just give me my money back. That's like I've I've had enough of this. I'll I'll take more potholes and roads. Now that you guys are doing a bang up job on that to begin with, just give me some of my money back because I don't want I don't want what I'm paying for. Yeah, and this 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 information is coming from a, a lawsuit that's basically being tried right now, and these are just testimony from that. And they, you know, a lawyer representing the FDA said the FDA explicitly recognizes that doctors do have the authority to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID. Remember when the state licensing boards were threatening to take people's medical licenses away for they're, not yeah, following FDA and, guidelines? Yeah, and the is, FDA didn't come out and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is this is those three the, some these three doctors who are suing the FDA. That's what happened. They were stripped of their licensing because of their prescribing of ivermectin. So that's this is where the lawsuit is coming. And obviously, they brought the FDA as be like, uh, you told doctors not to do this, so why are you not responsible for these uh, licensing agencies who are penalizing these doctors? How is it not the FDA's uh, influence that actually facilitated that? So, And they knew that they were using the FDA guidance to make these decisions. They knew the state boards, and they never once came through and were like, whoa, whoa, that's not what we're saying. Now, now all of a sudden you want to come through, like now that somebody's trying to hold you accountable. Like, forget these people. They are so full of shit. I can't take it. Yeah. Like I said, and in real time, I kind of thought the ivermectin part was going to be maybe like the biggest part of the, like the, the cover-up of COVID because it, it presented such a unwinding of the whole infra, the vaccine infrastructure because if it actually worked not only would people just be healthy because it worked right but that would remove the emergency youth authorization for the vaccine like the uh, so much stuff would have unfolded if in fact any one of these you know any of these treatments that were not you know any of these whatever they, whatever they, i can't remember what they would call like off-market treatments here were effective the whole thing goes away right. the whole thing goes away and i wish it did so and speaking of ivermectin um Dr. Pierre Corey, who uh, is works for Ralph uh, Merrick, who is part of the doctor uh, lawsuit there that we just talked about. Pierre Corey works with uh, 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 Dr. Merrick in the, was it the Frontline COVID Care Center? I can't remember, the FLCCC. Yeah. Um, he somehow, <laughs> somehow submits a, a uh, where's my cursor? a op-ed to USA Today of all. Saw that. Now, I read his tweet, and he per he's like, I didn't mention vaccine in the whole article at all. Like, not one time did he mention it. But if you'll let me read here a little bit uh, from his uh, uh, piece in USA Today, and this is dated, where is it, uh, August 11th, so a couple days ago here. Life insurance actuaries are reporting that many more people are dying he says still, than in the years before the pandemic. And while deaths during COVID-19 had largely occurred among the old and infirm, the new wave is hitting prime, uh, prime life people hard. Now, we had mentioned this months back when there was a leaked, like, video conference from 
what was it? One Health or Lifetime? I can't remember what the health. It was a big American health insurance company, and that's what he claimed. It's like there was a forty percent increase in death rate among working age people, right? Which is catastrophic right. if plays out, you know, for any length of time. Sure, and. That's what he's kind of pointing out here is that, uh, you know, deaths among young Americans documented in employee life insurance claims should alone set off alarms. Among working people, 35 to 44-year-old, a stunning 30, 34% more died than expected in, la- in the last quarter of 2022 with above average rate in other working age groups too. So these are not the people who are, they're not dying from COVID. That's a whole classification that is outside of this uh, excess death. These are people who shouldn't be dying and are dying at an alarming rate. So I don't, you know, I don't know if you've looked into this, but I'm stunned that it actually got into USA Today. Yeah, I mean, he left vaccine. Now that's how it got in. But there's definitely a problem, and it's this shouldn't happen. Like, period, end of sentence. This should not be happening. This should never happen. And the fact that this many young, healthy people are dying is a cause for great concern. Like, it, it just shouldn't happen, statistically speaking. And the thing about statistics is, especially when you get into actuaries, they're not wrong. Their data is spot on. And if you have this big of a jump and it's not slowing down, you have a problem that should be addressed. And if that's not what public health is going to address, what is the purpose of having public health? Yeah. I mean, whatever the reason is, we should know what the reason is. Right. And, you know. The fact that we don't tells me where we should start looking. Sure. And I think that Dr. Corey did himself... um he was right in not keeping, I mean, keeping any reference to that away. Like he right. literally just stuck to the data and tried not to create anything. Yep. And now you can just use the dates that he supplies you and just reverse engineer what was happening in those times. And it's like, okay, maybe we should be looking into some things. So maybe we got a problem on our hands. And you know, we're not going to get looked into those things because people like Anthony Fauci, who we have talked to, uh, at great length here, uh, new reporting out of One Clear Politics, I think it was. If it's open, open the books. Sorry, a transparency organization released over fifteen hundred unredacted records revealing the leaders of the country's National Institute for Health and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease profited off the virus that killed thousands of people. Records show Collins and Fauci got fifty-eight royalty payments for allowing companies to use the COVID nineteen vaccine payments. The total paid out. Through, this is through a FOIA thing, $325 million by the experts, quote-unquote experts. By the people that are supposed to be overseeing the safety and $325 million. Holy I mean, come on. Crap. And this is clearly, the, I, I'm assuming that this is the most egregious case of this, but this whole thing has been going on for Ever. decades, right? Yeah. So which I'm just so glad I never went to the doctor for basically a decade, maybe even longer. Like I just never went, I never, I mean, I never felt sick or anything. So whatever, I never had the need to go, thankfully, but that seemingly lazy act of just not trying to go to the doctor turned out to probably be one of the best decisions I've ever made in my whole life. I mean, I'm on no meds. Smart decision. I like it's, this it's is cr- regulatory this is, capture. Yeah, this is a problem. The regulators are captured by the very companies, and they're getting paid. They got those golden handcuffs, because I don't care who you are, what kind of moral compass you think you have. If you stand to make $10 million with something to being successful, 
the idea that you could be objective about looking at safety and efficacy is insanity. You, you think too highly of yourself. You just couldn't be. That's why we shouldn't have allowed this to begin with. And this is the system. And this is why people are just fed up with the system because it's broken so clearly, so irredeemably broken that it's an, it's not even worth arguing. It's just so clearly broken that if anybody actually understands how it works, they will laugh at the idea of, well, the FDA said it's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't care. And, you know, we are, you know, we've talked about the Pfizer's and other companies, uh, fines and, and whatnot. And, you know, this is why they can get away with it. They have all these people as a line of defense to, to any kind of culpability whatsoever. I mean, they're just, right. they're, they're insulated from any kind of responsibility for any kind of damage they do and are just reaping millions, if not billions and billions of dollars. It's crazy. It's, I concur. It's a, and it's sh- insane. It's a, it's a shit show. And I don't, you know, back to what we were talking about with, uh, my boy, Oliver Anthony, I'm like, I don't know how to get out of there. Like RFK says he knows how to get out of there. You know, he says he can kind of sniff out the people who are in these places and how to, you know, implement some things that might at least minimize the uh, nefarious nature of some of these organizations. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, maybe he does have a work, a, an intimate knowledge that is needed for that. Maybe that, and that's kind of why I assumed that he could be a uh, attorney general candidate for somebody in the uh, there you go, whatever uh, administration, because I think he would go after some people who I think are worth going after. Yes. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is other than the New York stuff. All the other, again, all of these stories are the same story. <laughs> it's, the people in charge are lying to you left, right, and center, and then laughing all the way to the bank while, have, yeah. while pretending to hold some moral high ground over you and I. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. They want to get on like, oh, Pierre Corey has, has made hundreds of thousands of dollars with his treatments. Anthony Fauci just made what? Out of $325 million, how much went directly to Anthony Fauci? I mean, listen, he got 58. Him and Collins got 58 kickbacks themselves. So, like, I mean. I, Come on, guys. Yeah, it's. Let's it's, use common sense here. And I don't know. This isn't in this article. Maybe it actually is. I didn't even go read it all the way to the bottom. But I read that uh, uh, in 2020, his net worth was something like six, $7.2 And then in 2022, it was $12.4 million. Man, that's a good couple of years. Yeah, like how do you how do, you do that at 450000 a year? Oof. It's must have been following the Pelosi tracker. Must have been shorting Bitcoin the whole was time. Shorting Jim Cramer. <laughs> All right. Well, Short show here, Mr. Hughesong, for you today. It is. I'm sorry I had to cut this one short. I got to go do a uh, trailer event for the State Farm and Camillus for the ice cream shop. So I appreciate everybody bearing with me and as we rush through this one a little bit. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, this gives them time to go listen to Oliver Anthony's other songs. There you go. So I encourage everybody to go do that. Subscribe to that dude's channel. Um, if I can ever get him to... Uh, uh, Central New York, I will... Uh, Send him an email. I'll let you know. I'm sure he's not I have, inundated I, I, yeah, yet. No. He had, he had to create a press email. There you go. But anyway, so, all right, folks. Anything uh, lighthearted, nice, uh, other than touch grass for the uh, folks till next Monday? Touch grass and eat okay. ice cream. Yeah, eat ice cream. It's a good time for, did, did you know that <clears throat> the more ice cream you eat, the more shark attacks there are? I did know that, actually. I saw the data. <laughs> Rock solid. All right, let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for uh, hanging out with us for uh, another Monday here. We'll see you all again uh, in a week. Thank you.